The Birth Circle podcast features experts in all the nuanced areas of pregnancy, birth, and postpartum with the aim of helping women make the choices that will keep them safe, healthy, and empowered. We respect all birth choices and believe in supporting informed consent and evidence-based practices. Nothing said on this podcast should be taken as medical advice. You should always seek the advice of a competent professional for your care. Welcome to the Birth Circle podcast. This is Sarah with First Circle, and today I'm so excited to have Dr. Brandy with me. Dr. Brandy is the author of What You Don't Say the Name. <laughs> Sorry, I don't want to What You that. Don't Expect When You're Expecting. Yeah, What You Don't Expect When You're Expecting. And she's a chiropractor um, and is specializing in prenatal care. So we're going to have lots of great discussion today about chiropractics and pregnancy because there's a lot of misinformation out there. Huge. Yeah, that's what my passion is. So I'm, I'm ready for you. <laughs> All right. So this is the question I ask yeah. everybody. How Bring did it. you get into the whole birth world? How did you get into being oh. interested in pregnancy and birth? Yeah, like I'm the last person who would be interested in that because I'm very, um, I'm from a medical background and I'm a paramedic. I've delivered 10 babies and I really enjoyed that part of it. But um, I'm not into, um, I had two epidurals, two inductions with my daughters uh, for good reasons. One of my daughters had preeclampsia, so I delivered at 34 weeks. But um, I got into it because of my younger daughter. Um, I almost lost her at 17 weeks just because chiropractic is a really physical job. Ooh. And um, it, was, it, was, uh, it was upsetting at the time, but I ended up, I was a chiropractor in gyms. Like I love athletes. And so in my downtime, since I couldn't practice, I had to watch my husband take care of my patients, which I'm a control freak, all they <laughs> let me see was pregnancy. So like some of my athletes, all I could see was the pregnant ones. Cause my husband's like six foot five and a little bit intimidating. So because women have relaxed and hormone and they're a little bit easier to adjust, it's less force or less work for me. I just stuck to pregnancy from going mm. from three fourths of the patients. I started seeing about a 10th of the patients and I used that time to take protocols that I had used for people in the gym which are called CCSP protocols. They're like sports medicine. So I'm like, why can't I use this for pregnancy? Because like, there's no bigger event in your life that you need to get ready for. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, we only get that opportunity so many times. And I realized I planned my daughter for years, um, just owning a business. You work 80 hours a week. And I would bring my four-year-old with me to the office all the way till she was eight or nine. And, um, so, so that's how I got into it is, is almost losing my daughter and realizing what an impact it is if, because I planned her like every detail when she's born and I didn't anticipate wow. being out of work. So okay. it's really devastating. And, and I, it's one of the most gratifying things that I do because um, coming out of school, to be very frank, I didn't have a big chiropractic background. I, I got into it because of my older daughter. She had broken her leg and I honestly thought chiropractors were sort of wacky. If I'm yeah. being profoundly honest, and we actually, um, we had taken her to four different doctors and somebody said, have you ever tr considered taking her to a chiropractor? And I said, are you kidding me? And I literally sat in the car and cried for like 30 minutes because I didn't know what they were going to do. I didn't know if they were going to like uh, crack my baby or whatever. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I just, I didn't know if I'm speaking colloquially what I thought before, what the misconceptions are about chiropractic. Oh, snap, crackle, so. pop. Yeah. 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 So I thought about that for a, a short, one of my, my friends just opened the crack house, which I'm not so sure it's a great <gasps> name for a chiropractic office, but. Oh, it's a, oh, it's adorable. Yeah. I mean. It's adorable. You just like, love that, yeah. but that crack sometimes my oh, chiropractor is like not that, yeah. a snap, crack, snap, crackle, pop yeah. chiropractor. Yep. 
And I'll, I'll be like, can you just, can you just pop it, please? Can you pop it, please, yeah. please, 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 yeah. please? And he's like, yeah. no. And I said, well, can you like graze over it if it accidentally pops? So, <laughs> can you like, lean on me really hard? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it feels good. It feels It does. Good. Yeah. It does. So yeah, they respect people's choices. So yeah. it's, uh, people that want that, I do it. People that don't want that, we don't exactly. have to do it. So yeah. yeah. That's, and and there's, there's the cool thing is that you don't have to do it, that there's another no. way. It's really interesting. There's I know so because- many ways. Before I would have this anxiety about somebody even touching my body and then cracking yep. my neck. Uh, the first time I had my oh, neck my adjusted, gosh. my whole body went flush. Like I had like a little panic attack. Yeah, so it's it scary, and it's like it's, it's actually scarier. It's actually scarier seeing on someone else. Like my uh, my husband and um, his friend, he's a chiropractor. They went on this store. It's called the Storm Runner around here. It's in Hershey Park. And they adjusted each other on a bench outside of the <gasps> roller coaster. I'm like, this looks so terrifying. This like, is I was terrible. Like, Go behind the shed. Go behind the bathrooms or something. Like, it just looks terrifying. Hey, that may, so I can maybe totally that's understand. a new business venture. Set up a chiropractic table yeah, outside of those roller coasters. Look, you should. <laughs> that stuff really messes you up. So that's awesome. Uh, but yeah, publicly, it's all you just have to respect what the patient wants, and I think that's what's really important with pregnancy because. Some people are already apprehensive to come to a chiropractor. And then when you're pregnant, it's like 10 times more. So yeah. you've got to be really respectful of, um, I always tell patients they're the boss of my, I own the office, but they're the boss of, if, if I do anything that they don't like, just let me know. Even my sense of humor, you know, if they don't like that, I'll find them another doctor. We have five. So um, just want them to be comfortable with their choice. Yeah. So, um, um, so what, that's really critical. What are people looking for um, in a chiropractor? How do they know if they're prenatal friendly? Is that what you call it? Yeah, so that that's a great. I've never heard it called that, but I've I've heard some new terms this week as uh people call people. Uh, but that's really cool. I like that prenatal friendly. So like in terms of looking for a chiropractor, one of the main um, standard bodies was the ICPA. Um, there's a new emerging thing with the American Chiropractic Association. There's two different uh, organizations in chiropractic. I'm trying to develop a method myself because I have five doctors. My plan is to have about twenty doctors because I want five offices. So I need to develop a standardization process because as I mentioned to you before we started this call, I got injured uh, two years ago. I lost all use of my right arm just from doing this for 20 years. So just making, uh, it took me 13 years to break into OBs and midwives trusting me. So I really want that trust factor to be conveyed through other doctors because then that helps more women. Um, get care in a safe way. So mm -hmm. that's very, very, very important to me. When I wrote my book, it took me, it took me six months to write the book, but then it took three years for me to have midwives review it and OBs review it and um, make sure that it's safe because I would, the last thing I would want to do is hurt a woman. For sure. So the advice that I'm giving her is, is very practical, but I need to make sure it's responsible advice. It's very clear so that yeah. she doesn't hurt herself. Yeah. So what type of questions can a mom be asking a chiropractor to see if they are a good fit for what she would like to? Because yeah, until you have a certifying board that can help women navigate this better. Yep. Yeah. So the ICPI, I took the 120 hour course. There's also a diplomate program that's a little bit, um, you could look for that. Um, or you could look at philosophically, my my philosophy is a little bit different um, in terms of like being from a sports background. You might want to find somebody um, before COVID. You could really spot a good chiropractic office that supports pregnant women. We have a nursing room in our office. It's my favorite room in the entire office. 
my husband and some of the other doctors always want me to get rid of it because we need the space. <laughs> They're like, that has to go. And I'm like, that's like sacred to me for a safe place for women mm-hmm. to, to chill. But um, just very, um, I think calling and asking questions and seeing if that doctor will call you back. It, it, I don't think it's so much prenatal friendly, but it's like, it's a respect factor with that doctor that, yeah. that you're going to have questions because this is an emerging field. So it's like, if you feel safe with that person at every point, them giving you that option, even at the end, when I start to adjust the patient, I say, Hey, I'm like a water ride. You could always get off. So if we start to do this and you change your mind, just let me know. Let me know. So it just gives them, it's their body. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. I want to be very respectful of what they're so I think it's a, it's, a, it's a match. So if you're seeing a chiropractor, that's a great way. Most of my patients have never considered going to a chiropractor. So when their OB says, hey, you have to go to this practice, this specific right. practice, that's, that's a good way. Or ask yeah. your OB or ask your midwife. Like, who okay, so yeah. what, is, what are the warning signs? What, what is something that a chiropractor could say that a, that a client or a patient could know mm, this is probably not a good fit for prenatal care. Cause here's, here's what I'm trying to get you to say. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I know there's yeah. lots of, photo- no, no, I'm, there's lots of chiropractors that um, will say, Oh yeah, I'll work on a pregnant woman. They really don't understand pregnant women. So what is something that they like a red flag they could be saying that yeah, a, a my, mom could my go. Timid, mm. yeah. I was on a podcast on Monday and somebody asked me that question and I went off. <laughs> and so I'm like trying to hold it back because oh. I'm very passionate about that. Because I'm also a reviewer. I've been a reviewer for 15 years reviewing other chiropractors. So I've seen people's notes. And some of them, I'm like, oh my God, I need to call the state board. You know what I'm saying? Like this should, like something like electrical stim should not be used on a pregnant woman. Uh, modifying technique, nothing in a chiropractic office should hurt. Like it really shouldn't. So that's that's not a normal thing to happen. If it's going to hurt, like we work on a lot of hip flexors. Um, we'll, we'll predicate it and say, Hey, this is going to be uncomfortable at any point. This doesn't, you don't like this. Please let us know. Um, somebody that, um, doesn't accommodate. I, I had a, a intern, uh, in my office that I had to let go because he didn't feel like he should warn the patient before touching them because he was the doctor. And I was sort of like, dude, no, like he just would pick people up or you should, especially if somebody's in a lot of pain or scared, if somebody's rushing you, just mm-hmm. like you have the right to walk out. Do you know what I'm saying? Like if they pressure you to do anything, the other red flag that I said on the other call that I feel really bad because there's a lot of chiropractors who do this, but I just don't is, um, there's my dog is, uh, the, uh, bring your spouse in so that you can discuss a financial plan. I just, I think as women, that's so insulting. So it's like, find somebody that trusts your body, you know, trust your judgment. Um, you'll feel it in your gut. I think you'll feel it, but just the the good thing like obviously the chiropractor has to do an exam right just make sure it's a thorough exam make sure that you feel like all your questions are answered um that's my that's my thing but again they're uh, they should not be doing stim on you they should tell you they modify their techniques and that's that's exactly you just nailed exactly why i'm passionate about what i do mm-hmm. because i think a lot of chiropractors are like oh yeah i do that they don't realize there's like seven layers under that and there's about seven or to 10 different conditions in pregnancy that you have to really be careful yeah, of yeah i was say the pregnant body is almost like a third species of humans it really is and i love it you can't that's a, a yeah. newborn body and a pregnant body are not to be they're not yeah. normal bodies that you learn on in school so yeah hands off yeah. <laughs> hands off yeah and i just i think that that's my passion with like if i'm fully transparent like i always loved what i did but like over covid the first three weeks i really got angry with myself because i played too small and it's like 
this is so important because women need to enjoy this. And I think you can enjoy it till about 38 weeks and then you're going to want to have that baby. But like to be functional is what's so important to me. Um, so I'm, I'm really passionate about teaching other chiropractors. I was supposed to teach for our state association, some continuing ed, because I think being real about that, being a pair, I'm also a paramedic. I've been a paramedic for 26 years. I'm a reviewer. So I'm sort of perfectly poised to be the teacher of that. And I've been doing this 20 years. I think my philosophy and my outlook with pregnant women would get more mainstream people to go to that because traditionally a pregnancy chiropractor is very into home birth and vaccines, you know, talking about vaccines and talking about a natural way of life, which is great. I don't do that. I, as I said, had two epidurals, two inductions. I just tried coconut oil last year. I'm not like, I'm not somebody. You're you're like on the other side of crunchy. I'm on the other side of crunchy. I'm probably the most medical chiropractor that you'll meet without wanting to give drugs. Like I don't think chiropractors should give drugs. I can call up their medical doctor and get what I want them to have and have them have the liability of that. I just, I think I have something very niche and special. A lot of my patients are doctors, they're lawyers. Um, they're very, um, they don't want to be lectured about their lifestyle. They, they got pregnant. They didn't know what was going to happen, especially second pregnancy will kick your butt. And there's stuff that happens that their doctor will tell them is completely normal. And I, that makes my blood boiled every time. Yeah, I hear that it, it's that's normal. my next question, but finish hey, yeah, that. Thought, and yeah, we're going to get I right into that. that. Like, <laughs> yeah, I just, um, and it's not their fault. That's why, mm-hmm. I, you know, over COVID, I'm like, maybe I should start teaching CEs for OBs and midwives because they don't know this exists. You know what I'm saying? They, they have no, op- right now, locally in the mainline area of Pennsylvania, they know they can refer to our practice. I know every single practice and uh, all the main practices refer to us, but I need a bigger reach, not only nationally and internationally, because women are really hurting, you know, and, and yeah. when you go to the doctor, it's, it's, you, you don't get the answers that you need, you know? Yeah. So I just want to reassure women because it's scary, it's scary, you know, like when you can't put your pants on, it's, yeah. uh, it's frightening. Yeah. You know? When you can't get off the couch. So what are the typical oh. issues that you see in pregnancy then? What are people calling normal that aren't really, that don't have to be considered normal? Yeah. So basically, uh, low back pain, uh, low back pain is something people expect, but it can be really debilitating where you can't get off a couch or out of bed. Sciatica is another huge one. That's very scary because it feels like a lightning bolt is going down the back of your leg. Yeah. The Some first time I had sciatica, leg, which is really sad. Oh my goodness. Yeah. It's frightening. Yeah. It's really scary. And it's like, it makes you, um, you can't take care of your other kids or you can't go to work. Um, the one that, that we see that you don't expect so much is rib pain because people don't account for the volume of your breasts. I call them the girls. Uh, your girls get a lot bigger during pregnancy and heavier and denser. So that pulls on the muscles of your neck. So you'll get sharp pain at the bottom of your neck. Uh, you can also get like a stitch in your ribs. In my book, there's like a lightning bolt in there because sometimes the baby feels like their foot's stuck under your yeah, ribs. Uh, that was actually it's my more next of a question. Muscle pull. Is it? I yeah. swear that one of my babies, I had this rib pain. I put my finger up there. I could have sworn I felt his toes in between That's my crazy. ribs. And I was like, this oh. is, well, I have personal boundaries. Okay. Yes. Get out of my ribs. Yeah. Get off my bladder. Yeah. <laughs> but you've heard stories about babies uh, breaking their mama's ribs. Yes. What the heck? Or shake. I, had, I had a pa- oh my god! I had a patient. I had a patient that came in. And we got her out of pain, and then she came back a day after she had the baby, and she was in severe pain. And here, the baby was the head was so big it came down and cracked her sacrum. 
like cracked oh. it. And I knew that because I put her on her side and she's like, this really hurts. And I'm like, something's not right. So I sent her for emergency MRI and there it was. So they, they took care of it at the hospital. But that, that was, that was sort of like, whoa, oh that's, a, that's a big baby head. Yeah. Wrist pain is another one that people don't expect. Um, your wrists swell and then you start dropping things and you're like, oh my God, I want to drop my baby. Um, the big one around locally, unfortunately, my nickname is the crotch fixer, which I wish there was some sort of um, sexier nickname to have. Um, but like <laughs> groin pain is like, is like so common, especially a second pregnancy. First pregnancy, I typically don't see that unless somebody was like a college athlete um, or a horseback rider or something like that, where their pelvic floor got a little bit stretched um, early. But second pregnancy, you typically have pubic pain or groin pain at the end of your first, but you don't expect to get it five months, you know, on your second one. And, and as I said, you can't put your pants on and you can't turn in bed. So that's always a shocker. And that's a topic when I speak, you know, locally that uh, I can clear a room of husbands like, like that. <laughs> they, <laughs> yeah. They're sort of like, I don't want to, and it's so funny because I like congregate and I'm like, now we can talk about some real stuff, but groin pain is like very easily fixable. Um, a lot of the techniques I learned was from a pelvic floor MD about 20 years ago. And you can get a lot of great results with that. And then do the pelvic floor stuff after you have the baby. So, so um, are these things then considered normal because they happen a lot or are they still? They're common. They're common, Everything's they're common. not normal. Everything's What's common. What's the difference? I yeah, I get, that's a great question. So I do a lot of Webster technique, which is um, a technique where you make more room in the mom to get the baby in the most optimal position, which is typically a breech presentation. And I'll have women call and say, I want this technique. And I'm like, okay, my team will say, okay, what kind of back pain are you having? And they're like, I don't have any back pain. Well, your insurance won't pay for it unless you have some type of pain. I can't tell you what to say, but like, if you don't have pain, you're going to have to pay cash. And some women are just like, I don't have any pain. I'll pay cash. Um, so that's really a, an important thing that it, pregnancy doesn't equal pain. Like it doesn't, there are women I, I see, all I see is pregnant women other than tiny babies, which is about 10% of my pop population of patients. But I see like 65 patients a day before I hurt myself. I see so many pregnant women. A lot of them don't have pain. So it's not, it, it's not part and parcel to pregnancy. Typically pre-existing issues that you have sort of come to the forefront. It's not necessarily exactly related to pregnancy, especially SI problems or sacroiliac problems. You had a problem and now you add a 25 pound bowling ball to it and now you have a major problem. So um, I, I'm very passionate about that normal common thing because with, with normal, you know, you sort of blow a woman off and say, oh, there's nothing you can do with common. Okay, great. How do I fix this? And I think there's techniques mm. in my book. It's step-by-step step oh, with if you wait, have a partner. Yep. Okay. So normal, you just blow it off as like, nothing's wrong with you. But a common is like, oh, well, we can work on that. We can fix that. It's it's common, but it's still a pathogen. Like it's still not. Yeah, yeah. It's not. It's it's it's. Um, pathogenic. I just feel so bad when when somebody comes to me and they're sitting in the exam and crying and they're in their pajamas and they're like, I call. I've been calling my OB for the last three months and they keep just telling me it's normal. Like suck it up. Like what do you expect? You're pregnant and it's like that. That's why it makes my blood boil because I'm just like all that time there is a solution. Like there's a viable you know, objective solution that they could have helped themselves. A lot of times they give bad advice where they're telling them to put heat on an area that really 
is a small space. And if you put more heat on, it's going to bring more blood into the area and make it more swollen. And that puts them in more pain. It just, it dehumanizes women and it disempowers women. And I just, I wasn't raised like that. Like I wasn't raised to um, be dependent on a man. I, I love the, the different gender roles, right? But if you're used to being a certain way, motherhood already takes you on a path. Mm-hmm. It, it evolves. That's why my pregnancy practice is called Bloom because I love to see first-time moms evolve from being somebody pregnancy. And I know I got chills. I know what that looks like for them. I mean, it's different for every woman, but this that change is so beautiful to unfold. Like it's just. Um, it gets me so high to like have somebody come in and they're like, I'm going to go on my due date. And you're like, no, you're not. You may not. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, so just to joke around with them and then they'll come in my office and be completely grouchy at like 40 weeks. And they're like, I hate this. I don't want to be pregnant anymore. I just want this to be over. And they're like embarrassed about their emotions. And I'm like, no, this is a really good thing. This means it's close yeah. This is like a typical thing that like you lose your stuff right before you have yeah. to so this is, <laughs> I'm like I'm just if, talking them through that. Yeah. And listening yeah. and validating yeah. how they feel. That. Yeah. It's just you you're the one person because this is all I do. You're the one person that can be like, I mean, their husband's like, why are you such a wench? You know, and, and their mom is telling them how it wasn't so bad. She had four kids, you know, she just didn't have a problem. Their OB is telling them that it's normal, like, and they're like they feel weak. Do you know what I'm saying? Or they feel like they're complaining and it's not really great in this culture to complain that you're pregnant because a lot of people can't get pregnant. So it's, it is a gift, but at the same time, if you're struggling with it and you can't work and then the added dynamic that I really, um, it's, it's my life's purpose is if a woman's working, right. And, and you account for working, you're like, Oh, I'll just work till nine months. I'll be able to work. And you get them in at six months and they can't sit. And then their boss is mad at them and their workplace starts to tighten down with, with, you know, disability things with, can you work or not? Or like, what the heck can you do? There's all this outside pressure. So my practice and my book is like a safe place to be like, you're okay. You're going to be okay. Um, this is, we're going to get you through this. I'm going to give you some tricks and tools to get through this. And that to me, like, I never thought I would be doing this. I actually have a, uh, cracking sounds and I'm a chiropractor. And as I said, I'm not crunchy granola. I just, um, I love that. I love helping women get back to being powerful. Like that to me is, is so gratifying. Like, it's just like, I'm too, I, I was always a tutor during school and I, and I love to like help people get what they want. That's a passion of mine. And to have a really great pregnancy is something that I didn't have. I had two great deliveries. I delivered under an hour, both my girls. I have a talent. I could start a business. But again, you get two shots. You know, they say like, I, it's not like I'm going to have like 10 kids. Right. That pregnancy is something that should be savored. Like, mm-hmm. and, and people laugh and they're like, it's supposed to be awful. And I'm like, it really, like to feel your baby move inside, like you only get that. Do you know what I'm saying? Like that is magic. So it's common for it to be awful, but not normal. Exactly. Thank you. I always have a new tagline. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I know, I know for my second, he was my biggest and I couldn't get off the couch. I was in tears. Mm-hmm. I'm young twenties. Like I shouldn't be in that much physical pain. Mm-hmm. And I had Medicaid at the time and they just bounced me back and forth. I don't know how much the government ended up paying in therapies that weren't working, but they, um, 
yeah, they would just take me, they would send me to a physical therapist who would be like, well, there's nothing really wrong with you. You're just pregnant. Mm -hmm. And she'd show me a couple exercises that didn't work. And, you know, and just recently I'm nine years postpartum and I went to my chiropractor and I said, I still have round ligament pain every time I sneeze. Like, yeah. Oh, why, it's so common. Why Why am I still having why that still nine years? There? Yeah. Anyway, he adjusted me and it went away nine years later. Yeah. Like, Your car is so awesome. Yeah, he is. So normal to have, I mean, it's common to have round ligament pain, but mm-hmm. not but normal. it's not normal. Yeah. Yes, that's my new tagline. You look too. so happy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I just couldn't believe it. I was like, oh miracle worker yeah and it's such a relief because like and that's the relief you get like when i can get them down to a three i tell them i can get you down to a three or four out of ten pain where you can think straight yeah you can take care of your kids like that's my big thing in my book is like you can't just like step out and be like let me get some rest and like not be in pain so i can actually think straight like it's really it's really an amazing time to sort of step into somebody's life and help yeah. So is chiropractic and pregnancy always safe or are there some people that you should not do chiropractics on when they're pregnant? There's some you can't do. And I very clearly, yeah, in my book, I talk very, because that's, that's the two and a half years of writing the book that I needed to make sure was safe because there are some conditions, like there's a condition called help, uh, which is at the end of pregnancy. Um, like with preeclampsia, I had preeclampsia with my second daughter. And I had a low-grade headache. I could go to my chiropractor and my blood pressure, if they don't check it, is 220 over 120. So that's, again, is really important as a chiropractor to know those warning signs that can mask you know, pregnancy. Again, the rib pain um, or shoulder pain in early pregnancy is an indicator of ectopic pregnancy. So you have to be really careful. Really? Um, about knowing those things Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Also gallbladder, but it'll refer to your right shoulder. So if I have somebody that's missed their period, it's like I need to send them out for an ultrasound to make sure that they don't have an ectopic pregnancy. So, um, but the preeclampsia is so common. Like, and and I had a woman I'll never forget. She just wanted to have that baby, and I think you can relate when you get. I don't know if you went late yep. with your kids. I went to forty-one weeks with my second, and she's like, I just want these twins out of me. And like for three visits, she was just miserable because she was like, she was like thirty-six, thirty-seven weeks. And she came in, she's like, I have a headache. And I was like, I was like, I'm gonna take your blood pressure. And it was like 180 over 120. And I was like, guess what? You get to have the baby today. <laughs> I said, I'm calling your OB. And, and they induced her and took the twins. But um, I just think um, familiarizing, and that's that's why the curriculum I have that I'm putting together to make sure that, okay, she has a headache. Okay, these are some things that you really need to rule out um, before doing anything further. So um, there's not a lot, there's not a lot. But again, there's like rib pain. There's, there's a couple of them that you have to be careful with. Yeah, not not super, yeah. and those aren't super common though. But if you have no, like no. a repeated something, yeah, and why? So you shouldn't adjust based on help syndrome or preeclampsia. You should be yeah. Just it's not a chiropractic case. If somebody comes in with a headache, you know what I'm saying? It's not um, it's not from their neck muscles or their bones, and it's caused because their blood pressure is through the roof. Me adjusting them. There's some research that it lowers it, but there's not enough to say, hey, I'm going to fix your headaches when they really need to be evaluated by their OB. Like their yeah. OB in my book or their midwife trumps, like I don't even talk about, to them. And that's another critical point if you're practicing, if any chiropractors are listening, is that that intern I referred to earlier that I 
talk to you about that. I forgot to finish that story. He asked me when we were, all I do is visit OB offices and have lunch with them and bring them up to speed and educate them on what we do. And we're leaving. He said, I don't understand why you don't um, educate your patients on more holistic ways of being. And I'm like, because it's not my birth. <laughs> it's mm. not my birth. I, if, if they talk about their version and they're excited about it, I'm excited about it too. If they're, they're excited about vaccinating their kid or having a C-section it's not my place to judge. It's their, that's their rodeo. Do you know what I'm yeah. saying? It's not, and I think it's really important to respect a woman's choice. He was the same one that would touch people without asking. So I don't think that pregnancy was really in his future, but, um, <laughs> but it's, it's sort of that having that deep respect that I had my two kids. Do you know what I'm saying? I, I got to choose how I ran those. And I think giving them options and giving them resources and being a safe place that they can discuss those things, that's the biggest role that we can serve. Yeah. So, um, so um, is there anything that chiropractics can do that would hurt a pregnant woman? Like, can you make her blood pressure higher by doing adjustments? Can you mess with any, like, is there any you danger? You can make her mad. You can make her mad. <laughs> you can make her mad. Well. Um, oh my God. I, I remember losing my stuff at Taco Bell because they didn't serve me fast enough because I was like, I would throw up every time I didn't eat. So I was like, I need to eat. So um, they're very, uh, they know what they want. <laughs> Epic. But, uh, oh, it was just like, I, cause every time I threw up my every day with my first daughter and it was just like, if I didn't eat the right way, I would throw up. And I was so mad because I was like, I don't have to throw up in your way, in your, in your reception room. But, but you're going too uh, darn slow. I but did. There... I threw up, I threw up publicly. Like it was, I was just like, this could have been averted. <laughs> like you just don't think straight sometimes. Oh, but, um, could a, could a chiropractor hurt a pregnant person? I have no knowledge of that that would horrify me. Um, I just, again, just, it's a body respect thing. There's, there's yeah. no technique. There's no technique that would hurt, you know, like in its purest form would hurt a, what would hurt a pregnant patient. Another caveat that we use in our practice, is if somebody comes in with low back pain, I'm not touching their neck. They're not here for their neck. So like to mitigate the area that you use, there's a lot of modifications I use. Uh, I have, I have a trick where I, Put a, I use pregnancy pillows, so I'll shove it under somebody's belly so they don't get the tweak on the other side of the rib. Like the last thing I want to do is hurt them. They should be comfortable. Mm -hmm. um, as I mentioned with STEM, STEM has been shown to, it's an electrical device. And since we are electrical beings and we have a nervous system, it could ramp up the baby's, you know, is it going to hurt the baby? I don't know, but it really but shouldn't be doing it. Let's not do it. Yeah. Do but it, but so. you can't you can't uh, start a labor with pregnant or with chiropractics. You can't no, I wish cause I a mirrors. No, yeah. <laughs> you can't cause a Someone miscarriage a, with chiropractics. No. Yeah. If you go if you go to somebody who's it's it's very, very important. In, in the last chapter of my book, I talk about like what makes a good to, to lead people through those choices. But as I said, it really boils down to how comfortable you feel with that chiropractor and them really not rushing you or rushing through something they really need to amend their techniques. Because when women come back after they had the baby, after they're cleared after six weeks, they're like, holy heck, you you treat me totally different than you did when I was pregnant. When, I, when they're pregnant, I always joke that it's sort of like a stretch because I don't really need to do, a, I don't have to like force down on anything. It's more of just like, a, a, at first I do a lot of muscle work, which warms them up. And they should just move like butter. Do you know what I'm saying? There's there's yeah, no force. Because of that relaxing hormone, right? Yeah, yeah. Plus doing the muscle work is really effective. So- so, like you mentioned that there was modifications to techniques that you use just for pregnant women. So, and you said mm -hmm. like putting a pillow under her belly so the other rib doesn't mm -hmm. feel or doesn't move yep. too. So, like, what are some of the other modifications that chiropractors will do for pregnant clients? 
Yeah. So I have, I have pregnancy pillows. I thought about making them when I made my book because they probably make $5 to make, but they're like $280 and they're the yeah. only ones you can get. But there are two like shells type of things where they lay on your belly. Some chiropractors have a table where the, the center drops out. Um, so that you, you sort of, hey, I don't like that as much. I like people to be really comfortable um, in terms of, of putting them face down. Uh, you have to be careful because their chest is bigger. So they may raise the face piece. It's just really, nothing should be uncomfortable about laying you on your back. They should have you on your back a minimal amount of time. But I always laugh because people are like, I'm not supposed to lay on my back. And I'm like, well, they lay you on your back for like 10 hours having this baby. So it's not- I know, is that like, funny? If you, if, yeah, if, if you get dizzy or like, I've had a lot of patients that have low blood pressure and you put them on their back and they're about to pass out. You just, you have to, every patient is different. So you really have to modify, but that pillow trick is like clutch because, um, because it's, it's like a good trick that they feel safer. And then I feel safer in terms of like them being supported. Um, after they have the baby, we use those same pillows because your girls are a little sensitive. So we put them in there. So those pillows, although they're 200 and something dollars, they're, <laughs> I use those suckers, but a lot of people want to steal those pillows. They're like, if I could just get off my hips you know, for just an hour, I would be great. Like, can I, you just leave me in this room for an hour face down? Yeah. <laughs> my belly sleepers. Yeah. Yeah. I know. But I chiropractic know. is so safe because my malpractice is like $800 a year. Oh, that's a good indication that you really are probably so, not going to hurt anyone. As I said, OB is mal- yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's, and then, that's why I said, I said my auto insurance is higher chance of hitting you in the parking lot with my car. <laughs> and even saying that with chiropractic, the top two things in chiropractic is uh, sexual harassment and hot packs, which you shouldn't be doing to a pregnant woman anyway. I hope nobody's sexually harassing a pregnant woman or using a hot pack on her. You can use warm packs, but you said to be really careful with their skin and stuff like that. We don't have hot yeah. packs in our office. So I'm like, those two things are not going to happen here. So you're really safe. So um, do you feel that with proper chiropractic care support that a woman could actually enjoy her whole pregnancy physically? Oh, I see it all the time. Uh, They call me pregnancy in reverse. So it's like, just to see them, I don't know, at the end, they just, they, they, they have this typical pattern that's really beautiful to see because like they're scared when they come in and they're hurting. And then they're sort of like, okay, I can do this. And then they get to the end and they embrace their womanhood. It's just, I've had women like make their own dresses and they're just, they're beautiful. Do you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. they think that they look hard and they'll like a ship. And I'm just like, dude, you, if you realize, like if, I said, if I could look as good as you, because I look like Fiona from Shrek when I carried my first one, because she was all, well, like, you, was so you thought you did. That's the yeah. thing. I go to births and I'm like, I thought I birthing did. women are, are always beautiful, it's like beautiful, sweaty, oh, but beautiful, beautiful always. It's that, beautiful. I don't know. What oh, it is there. Yeah. Do they emit like the it's, secret hormone that we all like? I don't know, but it's just, it is. <laughs> and just to see them own themselves is like, you know, like yeah. I got this and it's like, it's so badass what I do. It's just, and I just feel like I, I got them to like, it's like a relay race. You know what I'm saying? And then awesome birth professionals take over and take them and have you know, like, especially with COVID. I don't know if you've talked about this a lot, but like, I was terrified for my patients. They wouldn't have a good, every single person who's come back that hospital staff or that, that birthing center or home birth, they make it special. Like it, everyone knows it's a sacred event. Like it's just a beautiful event. It should be revered because it's that woman's one shot. Do you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. and every birth is different and, and how that birth happens and how that pregnancy goes down affects the bonding that that mom 
and that baby ha- and the, and and the partner as well. Like if if, mm-hmm. if it's a bad experience and the the kid's going to hear about that the rest of their life, like oh my god, you made my life hell. And like that's not a bonding experience that you want you to impart to your kids. So um, I just I love it. I absolutely adore it. And if I could help any woman feel better, it just it makes me feel better. So yeah. it's um, yeah. awesome. So. Um- why would a birth um, a birth provider maybe be nervous about referring their client to a chiropractor, or what might they say to the client to give them a heads up? Or mm-hmm. yeah, of- so th- yeah, that's great. That's a great question. So um, as I mentioned, it took me thirteen years to break in to them because they have their favorites, right? Which is great, you know. But it's it's really hard to trust a new doctor. So I'm sure they've heard from other birth professionals or the OBs are actually in my area, they're all friends. So when I broke into the one, other ones are like, she's really cool. Or you know what I'm saying? Like, you have to check this out. Or they, they were very helpful for spreading it because once they find a good place and they're like, Oh, this is a great place. You know, they've literally said to me, you really respect our patients. And, but, um, I had experience last week where somebody went to a massage envy and was told that they should not be going to a chiropractor when they're pregnant. I was like, I'd like to see her degree. Like I would love to ah, see ooh. that just is like, and this woman was like dragging her leg and I'm like, you know, I've already offered other medical, you know, interventions like a epidural, or there's a lot of stuff that I've partners with OB or orthos and stuff like that to work with her. She wanted chiropractic. So you should never like bad talk a chiropractor in terms of, uh, OBs, as it's news, you might your car, your OB might not know that this is a thing. I hope you know in the next five years, I that they do know this is a thing. But um, but they, they will say you need to go here. And a lot of a lot of the thing that I'm trying to break, I have five amazing doctors, is because we train every Thursday. We train on these issues and, and the things we're talking about and the caveats and all of that. I think it's important to know that they're trained, know that they're competent. Um, they don't want to hear research. You know, they want results from their patients. They want their patients to say they really respected me there. They really treated me with dignity and they really made me feel better. You know, mm-hmm. um, that's, that's what you should look for. Got it. Um, so what are some tips? I know we've talked about this, but, but tips, uh, where, where can people go? I mean, just Google chiropractic in your city. That's step yeah. one, right? Yeah. Or I, the ICPA, as I said, just make sure it's a really good fit. Uh, and if you're scared, call first. Like if their office is really like, eh, I would, I, I've owned a practice 20 years and I have five other doctors. If they want to talk to me, they're going to talk to me because I don't want them to be scared. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I think you're not above getting somebody on the phone because if you think about it, it is sort of scary, especially mm-hmm. with COVID now. It is very scary, but like, um, it, it's, they should be, they should be willing to work with you. You know what I'm saying? Like you shouldn't have to work with them. They should respect your fear. And same thing if I have a patient who comes in, they're like, I don't feel comfortable getting adjusted. We don't do it. And if they change their mind, I'm like, why don't we wait, you know, to your next visit and then we'll do it then. I just, I really want you to be comfortable with this. So yeah. just somebody that's not pressuring you to do, if you get to the, they're pressuring you, you're not going to make them mad. Like if you make them mad, good. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? Because so, like, yeah, they're their problems. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's their problem, not yours. So you just yeah. you should be really comfortable with that. So, so you hear the word Webster thrown out a long time. A lot of you said it too, but what is the Webster technique? When is it used? How successful is it? Tell us all about Webster. 
So Webster technique is used um, typically with um, a person who has a breach presentation, which is usually they're at the end, they're like, I got this, like, I made it through, it's going to happen soon. And then they go into their appointment, they're like, oh my God, you're breached. And then they like call us in a panic and, you know, they then they have to like find a chiropractor or find somebody who does this. Webster technique is based on the theory um, that the two dents on your back, I always joke that they're magic mic, they laugh, but the two dents that are on your back, your essence. So one of those sides has gone out of alignment. So it's gone backwards. And as a result, if I, if you could see me a little bit better, but if it goes backwards, the opposite round ligament in the front, which is when you first got pregnant, it sort of pulls. Typically that's the tighter one. The theory is if you restore that back the way that it was in the back, it'll release the ligament on the front with some muscle work and that'll make more room in the mom so that the baby can do its thing. You're, you're not practicing obstetrics by adjusting the baby. We don't touch the baby. Comfortable procedure, the first part of it is exactly like traditional chiropractic for pregnancy. It's just an added contact point on the round ligament in the front of your belly, which is between your um, belly button and your hip. Again, it's just like a very, very slight pressure. Uh, I do it for six times at six times I quit because I've been doing this 20 years result that you want. It does not turn the baby back because we're not turning babies to continue on. If you got significant relief with chiropractic care, they've done a lot of studies too, that if you get adjusted and get the SI joints moving, it can expand better. So it helps with birth times and the ease of birth. So it, it's not a waste. Um, I have an so, 82% success so rate with that as well. Sure. 82%. Wow. Okay. So basically the reason mm -hmm. a baby's breech is most of the time it's just because the baby didn't naturally have enough room to move to where it wanted to. And yep. so and, and either by, by a core, it could be a non-chiropractic thing. I've had the ones that I don't turn, I'm just like, oh, like it makes me like upset because I like I'll refer them to another chiropractor. I'll refer them for Moxibush. The huge thing that I refer them to is spinning babies. That's a great resource. If they want a version with their OB, great. Um, that's a, a version is the choice. actual manual like, movement, right? Yeah, we don't we don't do that. If any if mm. any chiropractor ever, and I had a patient right before I submitted my book, she's like, I went on YouTube and I tried to manually do a version on my baby, and I was like, my eyes were like saucers. I was like, oh my god, that's soft tissue in there. So we had to have a little talk, but um, it, it, it's a very effective technique. It's used after typically uh, week thirty six. But we keep track. The ones that I don't, I'm not able to get the moms back to move or, or whatever, or we find out later. I have one mom in particular, she's probably laughing, she hears this podcast. She's had five babies who were girls. Both were breached. Both I didn't turn, which I didn't, I don't, excuse my language, because you're not allowed to say you can't turn it. Both I didn't, wasn't, um, she didn't turn. Um, and then the, the next two were boys. They didn't have a breach situation. And then the third, the fifth one, she didn't want to know what she was having, but it was a breach. Couldn't do anything with that. So uh, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's either structural or the cord is too short or um, yeah, it's usually a typical problem with that. It's just really important that chiropractors don't do what I just did. Uh, and I'm very careful in practice that you don't say you turn, like you can't say you turn babies. We're not turning babies. We're making more room in the mom. So it's easy to slip with that that and uh it's just um not something that you 
you should hear a chiropractor saying yeah. or their front desk team saying. I don't know why that's this just came point. out of my mouth, but no, that's a really good. Yeah, point. just I'm so very talking about, about that because about uh, yeah. Yeah, you're talking about the two little dimples on the back. So mm-hmm. if and I know what you're talking about, and maybe if you haven't seen that, you should go. You know go find a pregnant woman and ask to see her back, lower back. But so could you then like not self-diagnose, but if you're looking at these dimples and one is in and one is out, you could be like, oh, there's something. Could you see that yourself? Or is that only something that a trained professional could see? Yeah. Trained professional would see that. They don't, they don't pop out. It's more where you, where we assess that is leg lengths. So um, typically with pregnancy, if you have low back pain, there's a muscle in your butt called the piriformis muscle. Um, it, it'll, what it'll, what it'll do is contract. The muscle will contract and it'll make the leg appear to be shorter because the, the way that you would tell that a lot of people say, one of my pants legs is shorter. Four out of five people have a shorter leg. And that's what I was alluding to earlier in the, in the podcast is that, um, a lot of these issues you had, it's just, now it's different because you're pregnant. It just sort of brings that out. So a chiropractor would assess that by putting you face down on the pillows and comparing your leg lengths to see which side that your muscles contracted and your hip is out. That's how you tell. Um, I have that as a chronic thing because I have scoliosis. So when my pelvis goes out of alignment, I can feel like I'm not sitting straight. Um, I feel like I walk differently just because of the, your legs fit into that same bone. It's actually really cool because your pelvis is actually two pieces that are joined at the back with those dimples and then in the front with a pubis. The pubis has its own disc. So it's, it's mm-hmm. just two pieces and that lends itself to the, the thing I was talking about with Webster is if one side is out of alignment, it may make the bowl that the baby sits in smaller. So our job is just to make the pelvis in its widest form, in, in its most aligned form, which will help birth because that's where the baby comes out is through those you know, through the pelvis on the bottom side. So um, it just all lends itself. Another huge thing in our practice is hip flexor spasms that'll mimic a herniated disc. So there's a lot of, a lot of issues that are going on during pregnancy. Hmm. And you alluded to that, uh, that having this big open space and having adjusted adjustment will actually make labor go faster, smoother. That's what people report. And there's also, there's a little bit of research. Like I, I, I try to stay current all the research of that happening. Unfortunately, there's not, there should be more research in chiropractic. A lot of us just like to practice, but um, it, it, it's a lot easier of a birth. If you can think about it, when I talk about what chiropractic is, it's putting motion in joints that are fixated or stuck. They call that a subluxation. I like the term fixation. But if your pelvis's job is to open up, you know, like a flower and, and, and get in a position that there's the most opening. If you have a pre-existing injury where your, you know, your hip is chronically out, or you're an athlete, or you had a car accident when you were 17, you know that's gonna. If it's stuck or jammed, if you can get motion in there, you have a motion is life. So if, if you can't move, um, that presents the problem. So the more yeah. motion you can put in somebody's spine, the more the body can do what it's made yeah. to do. Very cool. Okay, and last question. Is cool. What is um, what are some of the complementary um, techniques that you, you mentioned? Mox debustion. Um, mm-hmm. What are the other complementary alternative um, methods that you know you would refer out to in your office? Yeah, so I'm, in my book, I featured my choices of, of building a team, which would be uh, my 
my, I was gonna say my homie. Uh, I, I have a acupuncturist in my town who's like my BFF, like we're a tag team with, she's mm-hmm. her own practice, but she specializes in those issues. So she's a great resource and acupuncturist is a wonderful resource. Uh, a massage therapist is clutch. Um, you, there's so much you can do with massage. As I said, uh, when you're pregnant, you're locked down where you can't do certain things or therapies in a chiropractic office. Again, it's important to find somebody who's well-versed with pregnancy and has the tools. I get so much feedback where people go to massage envy or a place that's not really equipped and to get a massage on your side is not the most fun thing. Do you know what I'm saying? Like they, they want to lay face down and have a good experience and there's pillows. You can tell who does this a lot, whether mm-hmm. they have the tools that, that are ready for that. Um, another great so you resource say is a per- you'd refer to a prenatal massage therapist, somebody that's all the time. Yeah. So I have one in my office who does like spot treatments because unfortunately insurance, I used to have five massage therapists, but mas- uh, chiropractic, uh, massage is not covered a lot by insurance companies anymore, sadly. So, um, we just do a unit, which is like eight to 15 minutes of spot treatment. If somebody wants a longer massage, we refer them to designated people who I know are comfortable with that. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's cool. Cause massage Critical. therapy and chiropractic, they're like brother, sister, right? They're, they're oh like, my God. And for stress relief, like I go every two weeks just to, just to shake off the, the stress. So it's just, it, it's, it's a great, it's a great adjunct with um, chiropractic. And right now massage therapists are the one that I go to is making it abundantly safe to go. So um, I'm going. So it's just, mm-hmm. uh, as long as they're making modifications to keep you safe, it's a great, it's a great adjunct. There's a lot of um, talk where it's not safe in certain trimesters. Different techniques are not safe where you would want somebody digging in your back. Right. But, um, but it's very, very effective. Some of the that. spots, acupressure. Oh my God. Yeah. I, I went I to husbands to do that. Yeah. Well, when you want to go into labor, but I know I yeah, went yeah. to, uh, I went to a national chain when I was uh, early pregnancy, like super early, like nine weeks. And she yeah. freaked out and she basically, she yeah. barely touched me. And I was like, no, no, yeah. I'm in pain. We need some money. work done. Yeah. They shouldn't yeah. take so, your money. Either they should turn you away or just say, yeah, tur- just like, turn you away and just say, that's not our yeah. thing. Come back, come back yeah. in like three weeks. So yeah. somebody told you not to get a massage while you're pregnant, then just go All the for time. a prenatal massage therapist. Yeah. Or yeah. talk to your OB or your midwife. Like it, it's, it's definitely safe with some techniques. It's the, the premise of why you shouldn't is because it dumps too much lactic acid. So if you have somebody that's a bit aggressive, but like that's aggressive in certain areas, like you're, they're not going to affect your neck or your shoulder, like where you really need it. Cause your girls that's got true. heavy. Like that was your, first, that was my first symptom with both my girls was, Oh, just the pain it was so bad. Yeah. And, and yeah. Just, oh, I don't know why people pay for those. Cause I was just like, make it go away. <laughs> Pay for those. So, sorry, I wouldn't pay for those. so true. I just want to pull up. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. But the other the other one is a trainer. If you can, if you can, if you were active before, is to find somebody. Again, I have somebody who specializes in that because when you have that baby, you've got those ginormous carriers, and if you're deconditioned, you're sort of screwed because like the, mm-hmm. the babies are tiny, but just to be in those carriers are very heavy. A lot of women after. I'm writing a book about the fourth trimester because you get that upper back pain from carrying and breastfeeding and looking down at your beautiful and then your wrists go. So there's a lot you can do with that too. But if you can, if the more, as I said, the more that you can move and the stronger that you can be, I've had people run marathons. I've had people do CrossFit. Um, I've had people, as long as you're doing the same level of activity and you feel comfortable with it, do it. Like Mm -hmm. I've had women do it. Um, but again, just check in with your healthcare provider that they're, yeah. they're sort of watching out for you. So yeah. 
Awesome. Okay, so uh, where can they find this book? Say the name of it again and where they can find it. I have a website called um, What You Don't Expect. What You Don't Expect. Expect. Mm -hmm. And you'll see a little video and there's a free chapter of my book in there so you can sort of get how I speak is how I write. So it's very um, colloquial. As I said, there's artist pictures just to show you the anatomy so you can understand and conceptualize what's going on. And um, I'm building webinars, as I said, for OBs, chiropractors, and for patients who are more visual learners who need me to show them like a kinesthetic wire. This is what you do mm-hmm. um, to give them extra tools and tricks so they can, they can sort of, some people can't read from a book and get what I'm saying. So if I showed them on a patient, they might yeah. be more able to learn that way. So that's cool. Okay. And they can yeah. reach out to you directly on that, on that website, what not to expect. Perfect. And, and yeah, you what, can find you your expect. Oh, yeah. what you don't expect. See, that's something. What you don't it's expect. Okay. It's tricky. I know it's, it's tricky. tricky. Yeah, it's tricky. Um, I kept saying what you didn't expect that I'm like, no, it's what you don't expect. What so. you don't expect. Yeah. Well, cause I'm, it's passed for me. So it's what I didn't expect. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah. So you can reach out uh, to Dr. Brandy. <laughs> that's on, what I, that's what I kept saying too. Yeah. You can reach out to Dr. Brandy on www.whatyoudontexpect.com. You can find her book by the same title on Amazon. Yes, I did it. <laughs> you can also find her on Instagram and Facebook. And uh, if you have any questions or, or we botched that address way too much for you, you can always reach me at media at birthcircle.com. And I will put you right in touch with Dr. Brandy. Thank you so much. This was fascinating. I mean, I feel like I know a lot about chiropractics, but um, I learned a lot. I, I didn't realize that, that oh, chiropractors good. aren't yeah. actually the ones doing the turning of the baby. That is fascinating. Just making more space. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no. And I'm sorry for saying, like, as I said, it's just so easy to say, but they're, it's very important to, to not yeah. overstep your bounds. Yeah. So we're very effective in what we do, but we are not touching that baby. So. Well, and also it's surprising too, if a woman expects you to be turning and then she goes in and you don't touch the baby, she's like, wait, did you do anything? So it's really good to like explain how that yeah. process works. So. Awesome. I'm so glad though. It changed, it changed about eight years ago where somebody, yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm happy about that change. So sorry, what changed? I'm so sorry. They, they really cracked down on the language of that. And oh. they also pulled our ability to be able to to tell where the baby is, which I was so happy because I really am bad at that. I'm oh, awful at, like feeling where the baby is at Leopold. Yeah. I could never do that right. Leopold so whenever Leopold. somebody would ask me, I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm not allowed to do it now. Yay. Uh, yeah. So yeah. Go to your OB. Let's keep shot. the scope of Yay, practice yeah. really clear. Go to your OB and your midwife. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. That's exactly what I'm very hardcore about that. Thank God. I'm very, as I said, I'm very happy about that. Pool, yeah. So. yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank Sarah, you so much, Dr. Fun. Brandy. Thank you so yeah. much. <laughs> Please visit us at birthcircle.com, join our Facebook groups, or find us on Instagram and Pinterest. We hope you'll use our resources to support your birthing experience.